From the correspondence of the Aeon Society for Gentlemen. Greetings, Maxwell Anderson Mercer. I am Enkidu. I have heard of your search for the strange and unusual. I wish to join your society. I believe my insights and scientific knowledge, specifically in regard to botany, would be invaluable to your organization. Before making arrangements, I should tell you this. I will need certain visas and documents to safely make the trip. I am a gorilla. Enkidu. Postscript. Do not send Safari Jack Talon. We have a history. Do not let his prejudices cloud your judgment, nor listen to his fear that we are just like the evil tribe of our kind he fought in Africa. We are the descendants of exiles from that realm, and wish the world well. Welcome to the N Network Podcast. This is your host, Josh Heath. Today, we're going to talk about the Aeon Society, or Eon Society, depending on how you want to pronounce that A-E conjunction uh, letter set. So, what is Aeon, and why are they kind of the linchpin of everything within the Trinity Continuum? Well, the Aeon Society was fully detailed in Adventure, with an exclamation point, but it is present in Trinity, in Aberrant, and throughout the game lines, it is essential, it's important. And it began as this quote-unquote gentleman society or philanthropic organization that was founded in Chicago in 1923 by Maxwell Mercer. And Max Mercer is the most important, again, quotes surrounding that most important NPC within the Trinity Continuum because he is present in some form or another, either directly or indirectly, his influence is felt throughout the timeline. And we know uh, quite a bit about Max Mercer um, out of game. And out of game, we know that Max Mercer is the one of the first talents. He um, was involved in the Hammersmith experiment, which may or may not have been the cause of Flux entering the universe, but at least it was one of the points of Flux entering the universe and changing history, effectively, creating the timelines, the multiple timelines that we have in existence. Now, interestingly enough, for those of you that know 1st edition and have been following some of the elements of 2nd edition, the things I'm talking about kind of conflate and move back and forth between the two settings, with Flux being a concept that is similar to Z-Waves and similar to the sub-quantum and quantum elements that are talked about in the first editions. And I think Flux as a concept really handles this well in that what aberrants and scions and talents do is tap in in one form or another to the possibilities of alternate timelines within um, the possibility of the multiverse and max mercer is the essential flux user effectively he time travels um, when once and after the hammersmith experiment he is throughout the timeline because he is actually time traveling and it's not it's a bit doctor whoish because it's not linear for him any longer when he's present in any particular timeline we know this from adventure we know this from some of the things that we have in aberrant we know this from some of the books that we have in the trinity set of books so 
If Max Mercer is this weird, out-of-time, out-of-sync person, he's also a linchpin between the idea of the continuum sort of multiverse idea that nothing is set in stone, that all of this is semi-cyclical and that it can diverge and go in different places and whole new universes can be created. And at the end of the aberrant line, in the original first edition line, we find out that it's possible that Diva Small and other aberrants or other Terrigen members are actually going out and creating separate universes. So it all ties into that. But that diatribe to talk about the Aeon Society. The Aeon Society was founded by three men and other individuals as well. Max Mercer, Whitley Stiles, and Michael Damon Donegal. Now, Michael Donegal becomes Dr. Primorius, who becomes Diva Small, at least in the core timeline of Aeon. Now, in your game, that can go a bunch of different ways. Maybe Dr. Primorius doesn't become Diva Small. Maybe it's other things that occur. But these three gentlemen are at the core of th some of the disagreements or some of the philosophical directions that happen um, for Aeon, for Aberrant, for Trinity, but they're not the only ones. In the second edition of Trinity um, Aeon, of the future setting of Aeon, it gets kind of confusing when you're trying to remember the titles and how it all connects, but in the Aeon setting of the new edition, there is a woman who is the head of the, um, now I'm not going to remember the Scion Order, but the um, uh, Banu Chitra, I think that's the right name. I'm not going to look it up, we're just going to roll with it. She actually was at the Hammersmith Experiment as well. She was the first Scion. So all of these new weaves and waves get connected where it's like, oh... There was a talent, there was an aberrant, and there was a scion, all at that very first event that kind of sparks the beginning of the Trinity Continuum universe, which is cool. And what is Aeon? How does Aeon continue to exist? Well, it continues to exist because of Max Mercer's influence, but also because of the way they set up Aeon to be. It's this nonprofit philanthropic organization that has deep pockets of money because of the actions of Max Mercer and others, and they step in in the aberrant era in 2018, after end day, and they say to the United Nations, we know what's happening, or we have an idea of what's happening, we have this research, we have these suggestions on how to deal with the Nova situation, we know this because of X, Y, and Z, and the United Nations gives them support in creating Project Utopia. So Aeon is behind Project Utopia. And Project Utopia is a private organization, which is weird and interesting when you find out that they get a seat on the United Nations Council and things like that. Uh, but this private organization set up by another private organization, and you can see why it worked really well as a conspiracy in the original setting. Now, Aeon has good goals. They know what's going to happen with the aberrants in the future because of Max's time travel. 
And Max Mercer is trying really hard to change that future. And again, this kind of loops back into the continuum concept, as if you can change the future. If you're Max Mercer, you can change the future. You're going to go into the future. You're going to see it, and you're going to come back, and you're going to change it. You're going to empower other people to change it, which, again, your players can go and be like, we might know what the future is going to be because we've got this information from Aeon. We're going to take action on it. And Aeon becomes the backbone to three large corporations in the Aeon setting. So from Aberrant, they start as a philanthropic, that's totally the wrong pronunciation, philanthropic, philanthropic organization that focuses on going out and adventuring and helping people and being really pulpy to Aberrant, where they're kind of this shadowy nonprofit organization that is trying to protect Aberrants, but trying to control them a little bit so that they don't become the horribly mutated and aggressive Aberrants of the Aeon setting, where Aeon has become this overarching organization for the rebuilding of humanity and the redirection of humanity's future. So Aeon is very much the most important background element to Aberrant, in that you don't actually ever have to interact with the Aeon Society. You probably won't. Most Aberrants in Aberrant won't, probably are very barely aware that the Aeon Society exists. It's not hidden. It's public. They have, uh, they have, you know, press releases and they talk to people they are out there but they're not super in people's faces that's what project utopia is for project utopia is a mask for the aeon leadership and again project utopia is run by aeon in that it is a corporation entity that they ultimately control and again you can see how like all these layers and weaves and linkages make it look like a conspiracy to anyone that wants to look at it. And in, in the original first edition, the Aeon Society absolutely was a straight-up conspiracy that was trying to reduce the ability of aberrants to be able to give birth because they saw that it would ultimately lead to the second-generation aberrants, which in the original timeline are more aggressive, less human, less capable or interested in interacting with regular humanity. But... In this new second edition, where hope is stronger, it's not quite the same. Though the Aeon Society is still trying to prevent a horrible future where aberrants go out and try to kill all of humanity, they're no longer doing so with as kind of overtly, which is the wrong word, but maybe stronger like tendencies towards fascism or this ultimate control. They're not quite there. The interesting thing for me, and the thing that I would want to link in, if at all possible, um, into a game, and I will be doing some of these linkages in the games that I run at um, Gen Con this summer, so if anyone is playing in my Trinity game, I'm going to be linking the connection between Michael Donegal and Max Mercer and oh, the Banu Chitru. I wish I could remember her name off the top of my head. It's just not coming to me. Um, and I'm going to save you all, but you can all look it up. Um, the doctor who is in charge of that um, Scion organization in Aeon. That link, those linkages between the two of them, and wh what 
they are facing, and I think they're aware of some of the extraterrestrial issues that may be threatening humanity as well if you decide to use those in Aeon. The, um, the Doyen are this species that have strong fears about humanity and the aberrants, and they have been doing some manipulation of Earth to try to prevent the aberrants going out into the universe. I'm... I would say that linking those three figures to uh, the fight against that um, that threat of the Doyen makes for an interesting story. It's not all of it. It's not the end of the story. There's lots of different ways you can take that, it, particularly because uh, Divas Maul and Max Mercer and um, et al., don't get along like they almost immediately after the end of the aeon or the adventure era fall apart they disagree philosophically they are charles xavier to mystique to magneto and so that like central disagreement is a lot of the background like movement and wash and interactions and again Linkages and loopages. I use those words because this game has a lot of those. The background, I think, idea is that that interaction between multiple people is the cause of so much of the drama within the setting. And of course, you can make that as localized to those people or groups around them as much as you want. And I think the more you make it about the groups around them, the better off you're going to be, rather than having it be NPC theater. But the Aeon Society, though it was called the Aeon Society for Gentlemen, from the beginning, from the way adventure was written, it was written to be inclusive. There were women involved, there were people of color involved, there were people from all around the world. And this is something that is true throughout the original run of the Trinity Continuum books, that it is an inclusive setting, and I, I reiterate that, because I think it's really important. It's really important to identify that this is not a setting that, even though some of the elements set in the past have a veneer of white male centricism, there's always been queer characters, there's always been people of color, and they have held major roles and been very important in the world. And I think when you're creating games that use the Aeon Society, showing that and showing that they are not sort of um, one-sided, they're not just these rich white dudes that are controlling everything, it's good to show that they have different motives, that they have different people involved, and that they are everywhere. And that's one of those places where it's like, they're everywhere, so it is still a little bit conspiracy-oriented, but if they have the good of humanity at heart, is it really that bad of a conspiracy? It gets to be an interesting sort of place. It It's unclear how we should respond to that when they might be doing secrety things, but those secrety things are not bad for people. I don't know. I find a lot of fun and interesting with that. I like pulling in Max Mercer and um, his granddaughter, Margaret Mercer, is the current director of the Aeon um, Society. And wondering there, like, okay, his quote-unquote son, Michael Mercer, it was the director for a little while. If Margaret's his daughter, is Margaret Max's daughter? Because it seems to be implied that Michael Mercer was actually Max Mercer. 
but from a different part of his timeline where he was had jumped ahead of himself and then back. Some of these things can be fun. They can be fun little conspiracies to drop for your players. Uh, and I would encourage uh, anyone that wants to dive into the Aeon Society to make sure that there are a lot of these apparent conspiracies or apparent mysteries linked in uh, that have to do to some degree with time travel and the actions of talents. And those talents are in the Aeon core. For people that are listening to this that are more familiar with Aberrant First Edition or uh, the Trinity Continuum as a whole, the First Edition, uh, the Trinity Continuum core book includes rules for talents who are, in that book, pretty much people that have slightly better than normal abilities. And I think... It's interesting to take them and move that general idea that, oh, you're using Flux to change things or connect to alternate realities to make the right decision. Connect that to what Max Mercer is doing and really go like whole hog with it. It can be really interesting to see the outcomes of what talents can get to when people think, oh, I don't know if I want to play a talent in a Aeon game or an Aberrant game. Well, talents can still be really cool and can still be just as powerful the way they use their powers is just distinctly different. So this has been uh, another episode of the N Podcast. I am Josh Heath. I am happy to have had you here. And until N Day happens for real, we'll talk to you again soon.